and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of AG Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Good morning and good day once again, listeners. Welcome to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. This is uh, your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey, everybody. How are you? Are you going with mellow today? Because you're very mellow. I am a little mellow. It's look at the outside. It's, it's kind nasty. of yeah, it's great. It's a rainy day. What are you gonna do? Yeah, the flea market is not happening today. No. After this, so you know we're gonna try to. I think just we may go to Walmart and buy windshield wipers. It's super exciting. Well, couldn't you go down to Collinswood? Isn't that open? Yeah, the inside, but that's yeah. not as exciting. Okay. There's only three or four booths in there that I really like frequent. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, the real treasure is to be found by the people unloading their garbage outside. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, I yes. See. Yeah, we don't buy... The inside is amateur night. Really? Well, professional night. Yeah, they're professionals because they have to rent those boots, I would think, by the month. Yeah, but it's like... Uh, and it is by the month, yes. But it's like... That's where the... I would say that's where the amateurs go because they're like, oh, I'm going to go inside and then I'll get a pickle and then um, we'll go to... No, no, no. You want to go out and root through the nonsense outside because that's where the that's where the people inside buy their stuff to sell you. Ah, outside. Okay. They're there at Fair 6 enough. o'clock buying stuff for their store that opens at 9. Ah, I did not think of that. We market secrets here on the Science Patrol. <laughs> well, anyway, we're here to discuss... Ultraman X episodes eleven and twelve, which is pretty exciting since we it felt like uh, meeting up with an old friend. Yeah, it was. When nice I started to get watching, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this stuff. This is great. God, this is a huge cast." <laughs> and there are oh, again, it's one of those things where I get that they have to introduce these people. It's fine, yeah. and that takes a good. What was it? Nine, ten weeks to actually get to where we knew all of the cast. And we don't course, really. We have. We we have Daiichi, we have Asuna, and then I refer to everybody sort of by their rank. Well, Tachibana, who's second in command. Then there's the captain. Right, and then pretty then much there's everybody. Frack. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, what the their other job title is, because we can't get yeah. possibly to everybody. Then there's the other two fricks and fracks that work in support. And then there's, and then Dr. there's Gorman. Dr. Gorman and his two lunatic sidekicks. Right. So, so I'm crazy. like, oh my god, there's so many. So many. But yeah, so we're going to cover uh, episodes... 11, 11 and which is 12. an unknown friend. Right. And uh, we have uh, also an uh, episode 12, The End of the Rainbow. Yes. So, um, episode 11 starts out... Um, I'm trying to remember how it starts out. With Daiichi out. obsessing on Gamora because of family. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's on. trying to get... Okay. Yeah, and that's understandable, you know. And you get a full, nice little exposition on Daiichi's family problems. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there going, okay, this is a kid show. I don't need to know about your family problems. But what? that's important to a kid. True. Yeah, true. You know. To a Japanese kid, family is everything, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm, I freely admit I'm not anything near Japanese. No, you're not. <laughs> they're a little too tall, first off. Uh, no, they're <clears throat> tall Japanese. Uh, yes, I know, but... You know, if you, I would love to film you walking through Chinatown or Japan, Japan, Japan where, I just tower just where over people everybody. are like, "Whoa, this guy's enormous." <laughs> you say it like it's a bad thing. No. So after 27 failed attempts to make Cyber Gamora materialize, uh, Daichi tries to figure out what he's doing wrong, and he pushes himself too hard, um, and ends up uh, in triage. Yes. Yes. 
And then from outer space, we get golden spaceships. Yes. Which I'm sitting there going, okay, why would we paint our spaceships gold? Who cares? Yeah. And then they became a giant monster robot. King Joe. Okay. Is that what that is? That's King Joe, yep. I was not aware. Well, remember Padanium Zeton from... Yeah. That's half of... Because he's made of Padanium uh, armor. Oh, it's... Okay. See, now that... That puts it all yeah, together. Yeah, I did not realize. Turns out that history makes a difference, kids. <laughs> See, I don't know this stuff. I mean, I know enough about regular history, but yeah. not alternate Not history. alternate Ultraman history. <laughs> that doesn't count until it does. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, they sent King Joe to attack Earth as a, as a target, and... Um, Ultraman X and the Zeton armor proof powerless against this robot. Until, right, and he, uh, he splits every time to avoid the shots that yeah. Ultraman X is shooting at him. Yeah. And the kids loved it. Oh, I'm sure like, they did. Oh my god, he can do that. Oh, he can do that. Oh, he's, he, oh, he's missing him every time. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna yeah. figure out something. He's one of my favorite Ultra monsters. I had a vinyl figure of him. When did he really? Kid. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, they they released a thing called Godzilla's Gang. I think Mattel put him out, and they licensed Godzilla. From Toho. Right. But the other monsters were like, you know, we're not going to be able to afford Rodan and and all these other ones. Like, because Toho wants a scrillion dollars. Right, 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 of course. So, they, the, the, the monsters they use are from Popey, which is a Japanese vinyl toy maker. Okay. Um, so, what they did was they went to Popey and they were like, well, what else do you guys make? And they're like, well, we make a bunch of Ultraman figures. Right. And so, they approached Subaraya and they were like, can we license these Ultra 7 monsters? And they're like, well, okay, and they made it, and they gave him a good deal. Oh, so it's okay. Godzilla and, and like seven all, Ultra Seven monsters. I gotcha, I gotcha. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, it was you pretty know, which cool. Is the though. Cheaper way of getting around it. That makes sense. Yeah, and I thought they were when I was a kid. I was like, oh, they made up all these monsters, and it's like, no, no, no. These are, you know. And then they're I found out later they were from, they were licensed from another show, like gotcha. a sequel to the original Ultraman, and I, my brain exploded. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not all there is. There's more. Yeah, yeah. That was that was just a little crack in the facade. Sure. Of, oh my sure. goodness! There's a new world. Um, so uh, Gamora kind of re reconnects with him, right? Um, when he shields Asuna. Uh, Asuna, and that was a cool suit. I gotta give it that. I remember looking at that and saying, and I wrote it down. It's a very cool looking suit. The Gamora with the um, yeah yeah that, the oh the, the the cyber Gamora so suit like, cyber yes Gamora. yeah, yeah cyber Gamora is, a, is very and it's got to be fairly lightweight because yeah. that guy moves around like like it's not well it's so, like in the in the Ultraman Zero movie the guy in that Gamora suit is earning his money yeah yeah I mean <laughs> the, the bigger the bulkier the suit you got to figure the heavier it is yeah and you can see these guys having a little bit of a problem this thing looked like that we'd Nothing. Yeah, this guy was like, "Yeah, I got this, no problem." He's like a boxer or something. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, so um, he, uh, he, his failure to materialize was due to its refusal to cooperate, worrying over Daiichi. So Cybergamore finally materializes, weakening King Joe, and uh, and sends these cyber super oscillation waves. Yes, sir. Which is a very cool time. Yeah, that was a nice effect. Uh, it weakens King Joe, and then X uses Ultraman's Max Galaxy. Right. And Which then completely, beats their robot. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing. For a decent half-hour episode, like I said, this I'm only writing... I'm writing as much as I can, as quickly as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only got the one page. 
Right. Which you like doesn't seem because like it was a, a very fighty episode. Well, not only was it a fighty episode, but you had the exposition on Daiichi's problems, which mm-hmm. took a good five, well, minutes, five minutes. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm not writing down Daiichi's problems because, well, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to sound, you know, brusque. I don't care about Daiichi's problems. I don't. I want to watch the fights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um. What I think is is uh, I'm you know and I I'm not we're getting to the point in the series where I didn't see I haven't seen okay what's after say episode thirteen or fourteen okay so that yeah so now it's all going to be a surprise to you as well yeah I, I refuse to watch it before I sort of have well this was before the podcast I no I understand yeah. that but I I'm uh, the I have to go in somewhat blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So absolutely. this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I do remember this, and I remember the next one. But I don't remember... I I remembered the next one, but not... The details that you're going to catch. Yeah, there was so much as I was watching it going, this happens? This happens? Oh, I guess this happens. Okay. Yeah. And I could see that. I mean, you haven't watched it now. you got to figure an easy two years. Yeah. So you're going to forget the little details yeah. that are going to be stuck in it. You'll remember the bigger stuff. Yeah, sure. I remember little things about it. But, uh, you know, so we got we got a lot of good stuff in this. That I noticed that the miniature work in these, I think maybe even more superior than the Gene stuff. Some of it. like Some of it. I mean... I have to give I think them, the city's a little more crowded looking. I think it's because they they're just trying to show you how good they can get at it. Oh, I'm sure. why wouldn't you? I, I, why wouldn't that? I give them that. Yeah. You know, it, I, I every time I watch these things, I'm amazed at how much the miniature work is yeah. spot on. Right. I really am. And even having watched a bit of behind the scenes. Right. I still get amazed yeah. at how on point it is. They're not playing. They really are not. <laughs> They're not playing. They're like, yeah, here's what we do. This is what we do. This is all that we do. And we and are we, very good at it. We do it. Writ. Nobody else does it like this. Exactly. And I think literally at this point in the world, nobody else does it like this. Well, that the Pacific Rim movie. Is are they doing some practical stuff? They're doing. They're coming out with a newer. Movie. No, no. But are they doing practical stuff? Are they building miniatures, or they is it all CG? It's. I don't think it's all CG. Some of it is actual miniature stuff. Okay. Most of it's CG. I get yeah, that. It's got to be. Some of it's miniature work, so that way you can't really catch. I mean, you're going to be able to notice it. Right. But it's not all CG because they want some of it to look somewhat realistic. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't watch the first one. Oh, have it. Right. Have it, but don't haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I tried watching it, and after about, I want to say 20 minutes, I was bored. Okay. And I gave up. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not putting time or energy. Just like the the Independence Day, the second no, one. No, didn't. Again, I, I hated the first one so much. I loved the first one. So much that I was like, no, 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 no. Fair enough. I loved the first one. Thought it was great. Yeah. Tried to watch the second one. 20 minutes in, I said, you know what? I'm done. I give up. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I, I was just like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I gotcha. But yeah, no, when the, I'm like, why would you make a sequel to it? There's no point. No point. Though. Well, I mean, I understand with those kind of movies, they want to show you what more they can do. Right. 
you know, the original Independence Day was cutting edge at its time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And now this one is cutting edge for now. Problem is the original Independence Day had a little bit of storyline. Yeah, a little plot, tiny bit. A little tiny plot yeah. that you could at least hook onto. This one didn't. It said, you see the first one, you know what the plot is, here we go. <laughs> and you're like, mm, what if I didn't do the first one? What if I didn't yeah, do the first what one? What do I do? Do I have to watch? Yeah, you have to watch and, the first one. And that, they were still using practical effects in it too because that scene where they blow the White House up in the first one they is built practical. A White yeah. House, yeah. And they built a miniature Empire State Building. They built a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. miniatures for that. Now it's all CG. Yeah. And it looks yeah. CG. And I give CG its credit. It's good, but you have to have some miniature work in there to at least make the eye disbelieve what's there. Right. Because otherwise, it you, your eye goes, yeah, that's not realistic. There's yeah. no way that look, would ever look like that. Yep. So, Absolutely. At least with miniatures, they know what they're doing. They can get your eye to think, eh, maybe that could work. I know it doesn't, but maybe it could. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, who am I to say? Yeah, what can you do? These things happen. Yeah, yeah. These things happen. So let's talk about our, uh, I like this episode a lot. Um, it wasn't terrible. It was a said. fighty episode. It was a good fighty episode. I'm not big on the exposition, but I understand they have to have it to give you something to hook onto the, with the characters. Right. You know, it doesn't look like on this one they, they were trying to sell as much of the Spark dolls as they were previously. You know, usually they're, you know, trying to sell this stuff, which I understand. I oh, yeah. That's how they make this their money. But in this one, there wasn't as much on the Spark dolls as there was in some of the past episodes. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. They'll get there. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they, they will. They will get there. They will get there. So right now we're going to do... Uh, Your Monster Minute? Yeah, um, and I'm Gamora just trying to find Ninja. Cyber Gamora. I see Daichi's Gamora, but that is not the right one. Mecha Gamora? Well, oh, I, I think that's what they're calling it. Probably. On the Ultra Wikia. Uh, no, that's a different that a is, different Gamora. Wow, that is a completely different Gamora. Hokey oh, smokes. Oh, yes, certainly is. This is a hokey smokes. All right, fair that enough. thing's crazy looking. <laughs> but we did. This was the one. Um, we let's do King Joe real quick. Yeah, yeah. King Joe uh, is an alien robot created by the alien Pedungs um, from the TV series Ultra Seven. It appeared in episodes fourteen and fifteen. Um, oh, again with the it was two-parter. a two-parter, yes, sir. Right. And uh, it was much more. Uh, first one's a little more rubbery looking. Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, years ago, close to fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. it's going to look rubbery. Fifty years ago, last year. There you go. There you go. I also do not care so much for the gold color. Um, he was more gray looking in the original, and it's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's just ticky tack. No. Yeah, it is what it, it you is know. What it is. They're changing it up. I get that. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, King Joe's a tough enemy. Um, let's see here. Come on now. Oh, so they now contain his. They have a spark doll apparently. Of King Joe. Yeah. I didn't remember seeing that. I don't remember seeing that either. Okay. Uh, let's see, because there's a. Oh yeah, because there's that. It shows up later. The suit actor for this trivia is Daisuke Terai. Um, he was all supposed to be King Joe Custom instead of the original, um, as one of the most dangerous opponents faced by Zio. In the planning, though, King Joe's Custom's power was enhanced to the point of hacking Zio's base and their technologies, rendering them useless. Okay. 
Fair enough. Okay, so it didn't help me any. Yeah. Uh, where's our information? Anything? Anything? No, probably Anything? not. I mean, like I said, it, it. even though it is the main monster, they don't give you a lot. And these monster minutes at the very end of these shows, they're, yeah. they're not really giving you No, that's you Daiichi's lot. custom monster lab. Yeah, Let's not confuse it with our own... Our own With monster. our own... Well-stolen. Well-stolen... <laughs> Patent pending monster minute. <laughs> no, we can't. Pen, we can't patent pend it because we freely stole oh, it. And tell we, that to Tesla and uh, Edison. But, <laughs> <laughs> True. Fair enough. Uh, Fifty-five meters tall, forty-eight thousand tons. Category robot. Yeah. There you go. Okay. No, no roar listed here, but that's fine. But yeah, it's uh, it was it was crazy. The um, the the, the, in the in the original Ultra Seven, the fight is just. Brutal. Is it real? Oh, okay. Wicked, yeah. wicked, wicked, wicked. Um, and who did we have another monster in that one? We had Other the Cyber Gamora, but yeah, I can't, I can't get Cyber Gamora going. It. It's killing me. That's killing me, killing I tell me. you. It's awful. Awful. We're going to see if we can pull back to go to um, End of the Rainbow. Cyber Gamora. Oh, oh, Let's sorry. see here. This is regular old Gamora. Um, so maybe he's listed under regular old Gamora. It's possible. I'm scrolling like mad here, kids. <laughs> we're vamping, we're vamping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we and go. And we're vamping, and we're vamping. <laughs> um, what do you got? Gamora returns in the series of Ultraman X as a spark doll owned by the Ozora family and passed to Daiichi after his parents' disappearance during the Ultra Flare. Um, its consciousness was shared through the creation of Cyber Gamora, and no link to Cyber Gamora. Man. Yeah, that's that's not great. But I enjoy the fact that he has what appear to be giant Wolverine claws yeah. <laughs> on his shield Big arms. Thing. Yeah. It's pretty great. It is nuts. It's pretty great. Um <clears throat> but yeah, that's I like the fact that even though he's a mech, he doesn't really move like a mech. He's very he's fast. Yeah. I, I mean that's the thing. With the fights on this one, they are cool fights, especially when the robot splits into parts. Yeah. The Kids loved it. I loved it. That was good. But in the whole, this episode wasn't great. Right. You know, but it is what it is. I get it. They can't have every episode be a slam-bang episode. We've done that any number of times. Sure. So. Sure. All right. So we're going to go to the next episode. Um, and we will return right after this. For more Science Patrol, we are going to talk, talk, blah, 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 talk about the end of the, the, end rainbow. Of the rainbow, which episode sounds, 12. yeah, episode 12. It sounds like uh, a musical, but it's not. Oh, could you imagine a musical Ultraman episode? I don't think no. there have been one. No, I couldn't, honestly. The monsters are singing. <laughs> it was bad. I got to when they, did you. <laughs> yeah, when they did the musical Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One of my favorite episodes. Oh, I thought it was kind of awesome. Oh, I loved it. It really did. I think that's one of the great ones. The, the Xander and Anya bit yeah. is the best. Terrible. Oh, terrible. you're Sorry. out of your mind. Terrible. You're I out of your mind. It wasn't, but it, for me it was this terrible. This is true. <laughs> okay, this originally aired October 6, 2015. The previous episode was September 29, 2015. Oh, we forgot Because I forgot to mention that. Fair enough. Another breed of Demaga has awakened. Uh, Dem-
Max tries to attack the monster, but a strange dark thunder energy struck him, and Demaga was trans into, transformed into Sarugi uh, Demaga and pummels X into submission. Now, the Sarugi Demaga is something else indeed. Yeah, I'm not even, I don't even have that. I don't even know where that is. Oh, well, Dr. Gorman, um, he's like, oh. oh, it's full of blades. It's a Sarugi uh, Demaga, if I you will. I that part. Yeah, okay, and he's just chock full of knives. and. Oh, yeah, he was in very, very cool looking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they upped that suit. <laughs> they upped the suit game on that very much. Um, that's one of my favorite newer monsters, too, and I never remember his name. Demaga? Demaga, yeah. Okay. I never do. Um, to ensure Daichi's safety, uh, X disunites with him, and he ends up lost in Cyberworld. Yes, yes. And I was a little confused as to how that would work, why he would go into the Cyberworld and split from Daichi. Well, he says that if he doesn't, they're both going to die. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I mean... Who am I to say? <laughs> you don't know. You're not an ultra. No, so, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's what you got to just say. Okay, well, got to fine with it. If he if he says so, I mean, you know, again, it's one of those science. Yeah, because it works for the plot. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Um, so uh, let's see here. Um, now, Asuna and the lab team, that's what we call them, the lab team. Yeah. That's yes, better. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. Investigates Demaga's uh, spot where he woke up, and a female warrior wearing all sorts of crazy cobra stuff um, uh, claims responsibility for uh, awakening Demaga. Demaga. So yes. she fights Asuna, and uh, the rest of Zio attacks uh, the Sarugi Demaga in X's place. Yes. And they're. What is with the one guy who speaks a lot of English that I didn't notice the first time? The guy who's driving the Muschetti right. constantly is speaking English. Well, uh, but it's so remarkably heavily accented yeah, that they still subtitle it. They still have to subtitle it, and I know which guy you're talking about. But I'm sitting there going, those words must be close enough. No, not No, he's speaking English. I think it's they're just... I'm to, just I guess I'm just not Because English attention. is cool. So that's why you see T-shirts with weird English, like that doesn't really go. Right, right, right. So okay. I, I guess I just did. That's what's like, okay, and you know, like, yeah, I know the okay. That but no, there's that. a lot of ones where he was like, "You can do it," or like he says stuff, and you're just like, "Yeah, that's completely English," and it's just so so well heavily accented from the Japanese. And I just noticed it in the last two episodes. I must not have noticed it. I'm yeah, keep an eye on that guy because in the heat of battle, he's banging out English. He's banging out. Well. And again, he's trying to be hip and cool and with it, and that's English. I guess so, yeah. You're going, okay. Like I said, I'm going to keep an eye on it now because I didn't notice it. You know? And it's just like, it wasn't as, it, was, it wasn't like when uh, Pega said something and I was like, oh, I knew what that was before I read the subtitle. Right. I knew what that was because I speak that Japanese. language. <laughs> I know just enough Japanese to get through that part of yeah, it. Yeah, that's all. Very little <laughs> other me, than I that. have nothing. That's right. I understand. Uh, uh, excuse me, my name is Pega. That's about all I got. Very little. Uh, well, I can ask course, where the Godzilla models are, things yeah. like that, you know. And now when they say yokai, you know that means okay, go. Yep. Sure, you got it. All yokai, right. yes, sir. Um, uh, let's see the end of the rainbow here. Um, so Asuna fight is fighting this uh, this crazy cobra lady who's got a whip, and uh, they're they're going at it and. Um, I don't think that she has the 
Asuna doesn't look quite as good fighting as Laia does. No, 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 no. That's Laia, I think she's heavily doubled. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I so. mean, you can tell. Watch a lot of shots the, from the back. Yes, that Laia is the one doing the actual fighting. Yeah. That girl is knows what she's doing, and they use her to every extent that they can because right. she knows what she's doing. Right. Now this one doesn't know what they're doing. They're using a body double, and it's just not as good. Yeah. You want to be able to see the actual actor right. doing the actual fighting. Right. Use the body double as the actual actor instead of using an actor. Yeah. Unless the body up. double can't act, in which case then you got to do what you got to do. But then, I mean, there's got to be enough people that know it is Japan. Know there enough. are other shows being shot. It's not like this is... No, there's not <laughs> Japan. They're like, look, all our competent martial arts, adorable female second role uh, <laughs> actresses are busy doing Common Rider right now. Okay. The, the 70 billionth iteration of Common Rider. Um, okay. I which guess. is a show that when I was younger I really wanted to be into, but I was like, there's so much. Well, I mean, it's the and same. So thing. much of it isn't subtitled. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that you do need is you need the subtitles. Yeah. So otherwise, you're sitting there going, wonder what he said. What I he think said? there's more common rider. There may be more common rider than there is Ultraman. But it's not all subtitles, so you can't catch yeah. up on it. Well, there's, yeah, a lot of it's fan sub, but like, I don't think, and this is no offense to any common rider fans, I don't think the newer stuff is as competently done. It's I think it's cheaper. Oh, uh, no, no, no. A lot of the explosions are very CG. Oh, no, no. You no, know? No, you gotta. I mean, and I, I, I'm a guy who enjoys guys in suits beating the crap out of each yeah, other. Yeah. But I prefer giant guys in suits beating the crap out of each other as opposed to them fighting in front of a 7 Eleven. Yeah, yeah that, that I can see. You know what I mean? I can understand that. You know, I mean, you could see the chop socky shows anytime yeah. you want. You want to see the giant chop socky yeah. shows. Now, it could be that I just haven't found a common rider where I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. You know, they're. There okay. could be really good ones that I'm missing out on. But you haven't seen enough of it, and there's not enough subtitled into English that you can actually catch up. Or at least that I know of. I got you. So anybody who could recommend a good Common Rider series for me um, that is available in English, um, well, subtitled, I, I'm, yeah. I, don't, I do not require don't think the fan sub. It's fine. Uh, or fan dub, rather, yeah. Um, please let us know. Uh, UltramanPodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at UltramanPodcast, or drop us a line on our Facebook page. Ooh, see how you put all those plugs in all the uh, Yeah, time. see, I'm all pluggy. I'm good. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So, um, so they're fighting Tamaga, and uh, with Dr. Gurman's help, Daiichi dwells, uh, or rather, um, goes into Cyberworld. <clears throat> which. <laughs> and. Has <laughs> oh, he's swimming in Cyberworld. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute, it's not supposed to be water. But it's <laughs> water and it's outer space at the same time, and it's not good. <laughs> it's the best effect, I swear. <laughs> I was laughing so hard last night. And you want, I mean, even my kids at that point are going, Yeah, there's strings in there somewhere, aren't there? That oh, you're not yeah, seeing. Like, you got, of course. There's strings in there somewhere of that course. you're just not seeing. And that's fine. Yeah. And he finds <laughs> the rainbow blade right. in the digital world. Which is obviously a new toy, 
And my kid saw that and said, oh my God, I need that now. Zachary? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He said, oh, it's all kinds of different colors and it, does, and it makes noise and it does this and it does. I need that then. I need yeah. that. And I'm like, um, it's probably $100 for not getting it right now. Yeah. Maybe someday in the future, but maybe not never. Anytime soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe someday never. in the future is when you're 20 and you have your own money. <laughs> yeah, then it's going to be really expensive. Right, right. Not I get, but that's not my problem. That's his problem 20 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see. Let's do our normal thing and we we'll look it up on uh, uh, on Amazon. On Amazon. Watch the rainbow or uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> gee whiz, kids, do not seem to find one. Oh, they're already broken that much that they're not even in selling them anymore because it is two years old. So they probably. It may just be that I don't have it. I can't find Japanese it's not, stuff. It's not. Well, I'm on eBay. It should um, not be a. It should not be a issue. problem. But I don't see an. I put in Ultraman X Rainbow Sword. Let me just try Ultraman X Sword because that probably will help. Um, let's see. Dingity ding. Uh, no, the Jeed. Uh, Fifty-two dollars for the Jeed Scepter. In case you're. A, yeah. There you go. Snappy looking. They have a buttload of those going on. I'm sure they do. Uh, let's sure see. They do. The uh, Ultraman Orb Sword is up here too. Well, you can, I'm sure you can get all the different swords, and I'm sure while the show was going on, they were pushing this rainbow blade like this. No oh, problem. you have no idea how much they're pushing this thing. Oh, I, like I said, I haven't seen more, so oh. I'm sure this rainbow blade is going to... Remember I said there was something coming up that gets real annoying real fast? Oh, that's the rainbow blade. Huh? <laughs> okay, You're going to see this thing. <laughs> A lot. A lot. Okay. And it's like... I think they learned their lesson and then started paring things down in the show. Like to go, like, all right, we know how it works. You don't have to see the stupid thing every time. But uh, for now, they're going to we're show showing it to you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. For the next five episodes, just be aware that this rainbow it's blade just, is it's coming. Just so much of the <laughs> rainbow blade. And I get they're trying to sell it. I understand it. But like you said, if it's an episode, you show the full lovingly display. When you get to the clip episode, fine, full love. And again, display. I don't. I didn't get too much further. Oh, so you only got one episode. I, no, I got a couple know? more episodes in, but like um, two episodes, I gotta give them full love yeah, display. Three yeah. episodes, maybe after that, it's gotta start paring down. So if you only got two more episodes further, I'm gonna give them enough time to show lovingly the thing that they're trying to sell. After that, it's got to get calmed down. It's I think I got to episode um, maybe eighteen. Oh, if you got six episodes and they're still showing it lovingly, no, 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 no. dude, give no Thank idea. You. I was like, oh, come on, you guys, <laughs> come on. We know how it works. You do the thing and buy six episodes. It's got that on the end and. I, like I said, I did I, appreciate the fact that the one that Daiichi holds and the one that Ultra, Ultraman X holds are different props. Yes, I, I very much appreciated that because Daiichi is holding the one regular kid, maybe twenty bucks you could buy. Right, Ultraman is holding the hundred dollar, maybe hundred fifty dollar, bigger, gigantic, or bigger. I assume it's just a prop that you can't have. No, I would think they're selling it. I don't know. I like I said, it, the, the little one that Daiichi holds is probably 20 bucks. So that way, mom and dad can say, hey, I can gift you that one for Daiichi. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. 
But if you want the Ultraman one, you got to be on best behavior because it's basically be. you know be. you got to get good grades or whatever because it's probably if only we could find it. Well, that would be you know, crazy. Yeah, it's a, that would be my. You know what it is? It's called something else too. It's called the something slugger. It's uh, uh, the X slugger. X slugger. That's it. Because it also bounces the fire. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is, and it has a exceed X slash, which was super colorful. So I'm figuring that's basically what it is. Yeah, there you go, the X lugger. There we go. And how much is that? I don't know, but I gotta find it. <laughs> uh, now that now that we've identified what it is. Okay, so we're going on to eBay here, guys. Okay, there we go. All right, X lugger. Probably doesn't give me Louisville Slugger. No, oh, I want. No, that's gonna be a bad I want. Search instead for X Slugger. I'm not an idiot. Oh, nope. sure you are. <laughs> nope, nothing. Yeah, like I said, this is gonna be one of those things that's gonna be only for the show. Yeah, they're only gonna make so many of yep. them. So five years from now, they'll be worth a lot because they only made a few of them. Yeah, maybe you know a thousand or so. Oh no, there's more. They made way more than. You think they made more than Ultraman? Literally is the, one of the most successful. Yeah, you have said that. So they're gonna. They have a street, Pat. They have a street. There's an Ultraman have, street. Yeah, there's an Ultraman. There's no Godzilla street. True. As much as we think Godzilla, Godzilla is Godzilla. the greatest thing going in this country, um, as oh, far as Japanese. <coughs> of like, there's an Ultraman land you've pointed yeah, out before. There's, he, I mean, it's frigging huge. Yeah, yeah. Ultraman is annoyingly huge. Like you can't <laughs> even imagine how big it is. Um, it's like what's big over here right now? Um, it's it, it's like our super. It's like Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're big over there too. But you know, they have Ultraman. I don't, I don't understand how quite, it didn't catch on over here. It's got everything. It does have everything, but I think the big basic issue is the language barrier. Because a lot of kids don't want to read while they're watching their cartoons. They could have dubbed it. I mean, the the sixties one was super popular. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know what happened. And Super A has been trying to like sell it over here for ages, and people I haven't think, been. I think part of lighten. the issue might have been the issue between Super A and that other company that just figured itself out. But even the newer stuff. They just figured itself out. Yeah, yeah, but that's only the first five series. Oh, so all the newer all stuff the is new just stuff Super is legitimate, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Because I would people have thought were that. Just for a while, they were shooting a lot of stuff just on blue screen, and they were like, listen. We're shooting everything so that you can insert your own actors. Uh, we will sell you the suits. We will sell you the footage. Really? And you can make your own show. And nobody bit. Wow. And this is, this is during like Power Rangers and all yeah, this other Power stuff. Power Rangers were huge. <coughs> doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. You know what? You're right. It does not make any sense whatsoever. Because I remember when Power Rangers were huge. You could buy all the stupid different little Power yeah. Rangers. For They're still 25, 25 years on, something like that. Yeah. Still big. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. Right. Let's get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they, uh, they, uh, Daichi um, finds the rainbow sword. Right. Um, and he returns to fight Tsurugi Dimanga as Ultraman Exceed X. Right. X and he uses snappy new suit. Um, using his new power to vanquish Dark Thunder energy before defeating the monster with the Zanadium Ray. Right, right. 
And then there's a uh, Gua army, which is controlled by Gina Spector. Gina Spector. Which I thought was a great Bond name. name. Yeah, really, it's a great Bond name. She's just great. She's an alien and a spy. Exactly. Um, and it seems like she's a servant of Belial. Because you get the purple shadows in the background. Yeah, I don't know if they. I don't know if the Dark Thunder energy has anything to do with Belial, but well, I, that, again, I don't know. I didn't watch that far. Right. So that's where we're yeah. pop, right away. Both the kids and I are saying, Ooh, I wonder if that's Belial. I wonder if he's in this show too. Yeah. And I, I refuse to let them watch the show when I'm not there. Good. A, I want to see. A, they don't have the password. Oh no no! It's it's just built into the oh okay to Crunchyroll. Once you put it in, it just remembers oh, okay. it. Okay. You don't have to worry about it because I forgot it right away. And <laughs> that sound you heard was me head palming. <laughs> oh, I never remember passwords. I have to make them super duper easy, <laughs> so I can't forget. Anyone looking to hack Pat? You figure it out pretty quick. Well, no, because. It's, you know, combinations of Super easy for and, you, yeah. Yeah, super easy for me, not super easy for a lot of other people. Manhole 12. <laughs> <laughs> Something stupid that I'm not going to forget that regular people can't figure out. Dingwa 69. <laughs> but, like I said, it, it looked like there was the purplish yeah, cloud. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, it looked like they might be a servant of Belial, but... We That's don't the know. end of the episode. We don't know, yeah. Exactly. So we also forgot to mention that she summons uh, Zaragas. And and then Asuna uses Cyber Gamora to actually fight it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now of course Cyber Gamora wins. Um, but the but uh, Gina Specter um, the skedaddles. Right, of course. And recruits two members of the Guar army, an alien magma and an alien chaplet. And says their time is growing short. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So, um, let me get to Demaga. Let's see if it lists his crazy Berserkowitz. Yes. Sarugi Demaga, a second Demaga, slumbered inside a cave until Gina Spector reawakened it. It uh, marched towards area, area S27 and rampaged in the city until X appears and tried to uh, shut it down using the Cyber Bemstar and uh, Zeton armor. Oh, of course. Um, now, Dark Thunder Energy made it Sarugi Demaga. And let's see here. Uh, suit actors. Two super suit actors. Really? Normal was Hiroyuki Arai, and Sarugi was Kenji Kajikawa. Okay. This is for the trivia. It was uh, Demaga's creation was a demand by the show's creator, Kiyotoka Taguchi, who requested new monster for the season's premiere. I like that idea. That's a good idea, yeah. yeah. A new guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the creation of Demaga is also taken from Bagaras, a monster that Taguchi designed during his filming project in high school. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so we had a high school project... Finally made it to a real show. Yeah. And said, I'm going to use this guy that I made, yeah. and you're going to have to use him. And he's great. Yeah, he's good. Um, Gives that. Yeah, I like that monster a lot. Um, uh, additionally, had Demaga never existed, his place in episode one would have been taken by Fire Golza, whoever the hell that is. God, that is. That's okay. Uh, given that more new monsters are going to be introduced in this series, this shows that Subaraya's accounts may have more money in them, allowing the company to afford construction of more complex costumes. Which is fair. Yeah. I mean, I, like you said, these shows are... You can only spend so much on these shows. Yeah. But the fact that they keep 
cranking them out means they have to keep cranking out new monsters otherwise you're not gonna watch them so if you don't crank out new monsters kids and are how are you gonna sell more stuff 500 yen action figures exactly the manga was originally meant to launch fireball spit instead of erupting fireballs from it back from its back this was due to the mouth opening inside Demaga's suit proving to be narrow. Ah, okay, fair enough. His roar is modified King Ghidorah roar from the 2001 Toho film Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out Attack. I didn't see that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. Oh, it's a good one. Um, Demaga's powers are based on Zambalar. Yes, both capable of releasing fires and extreme heats from the spikes on their back. Fair enough. Uh, Sarugi Demaga had the first word being a Kuniomi spelling for the kanji ken? Oh, meaning sword, addressing Damaga's main weapon with the blades. Oh, okay. There Fair we enough. go. Fair enough. Um, uh, let's see, and his new roar is a low pitched version of the original. Alright. Okay. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Out of all monsters, it's the only one of, to have another breed of its kind appear in the same series. Okay. That's wow, that's pretty crazy that it's the only one. Well, I mean,. I would think once they beat the monster, they don't want the monster coming back. But if there's a different version of the same kind of monster, yeah. why not? And especially if you're the showrunner and you can get your high school project in the show. That's twice, right. Why not? Anyway, he's 50 meters, 55,000 tons. His origin is supposed to be hell. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Ooh. He has an iron hide. Demaga's body is 79% molten iron. <laughs> Heat generation, he can release heat from his body well, and channel it through his fire-based attack, the fireball eruption, heat ray. He can burrow, and as a spark doll, Demaga can sense incoming danger and tries to warn nearby humans, Fair which enough. we saw. Yes. yes. I forgot about that. And now for episode 13, the title is going to be Sword of Victory. And we see Ultraman Victory. Yes. Which that was, was a nice surprise. Which is going to be good. I like Ultraman. And then here. does it have episode 14's title, just so you know, people playing along at home know what to look for? Yeah. Because I didn't write that down. Got the it. Shining Sky and the Land Beneath It. Okay. Fair enough. I like it. Fair enough. I like it. You like this one? Did you like this one? I did like this one. Yeah. It put a lot of stuff into it. Like I said, um, the, the Dude, when he steps over, when Ultraman steps over the... um. Elevated highway yes. when he's fine. Holy shot, that was so cool. The miniature work is real. I every time I see it, I sit there amazed at how well they do this. They do, they don't destroy too much in this one, right? The they Ultraman falls to. into a building, and I'm like, Oh, Ultraman, oh, that's, like. but that's fine. And then they put him in the digital world, which okay, it's CG, so I get yeah, it that yeah, they're yeah. pushing the CG. The swimming in the digital world was hysterical. was hysterical. Oh, God, I enjoy that. But but how about in the first episode where King Joe lands and he just goes like this and knocks two knocks buildings over? Down. I was like, that's great. <laughs> He's like, buildings? <laughs> I don't need those. And he breaks them under buildings. It's fantastic, you guys. We had two two pretty good episodes. Decent episodes. Yeah, decent yeah. Episodes. I think the, the second one was way better. First yeah, one, yeah, honestly, the first one was more of a... Exposition, um, exposition and character building episode for yeah. Daiichi. We Which finally get him to introduce Cyber Gamora properly. Okay, that was nice. Yeah. And this one is starting to show you, like I said, the Rainbow Sword, which is going to be, as you said, it's going to come. Chock full. <sighs> Two scoops. Uh, which I'm not looking forward to, no. but I'll get over it. But I really like the fact that anyone can use Cyber Gamora. Sure, sure. That's a, that's a kind of interesting Like, it's tool. a tool. 
it's a good bad guy. However, you're deciding to use it today yeah. is what it's, it's going a tool. to do. Yeah, exactly. it's like we're going to use this to defend against monsters and whatnot. No matter, no matter how we're doing. Yeah, it. I like it. And then um, for me, uh, I have a podcast recommendation. Well, please, please. I listen. Started listening to last podcast on the left. Okay. And right now they're doing a deep dive on the Jonestown Massacre. Okay. And it's, I'm on the third of what they say is going to be four or five episodes. Oh, dear. Wow. Yeah. It's a super deep dive. And I'm sitting there going, okay. I mean, I know enough about Jonestown. I've read the books. I've read, I've seen enough of the, it's insane. But I didn't know how deep this really went. This guy was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you sit there going, okay, yeah, I, could, I could see that part. And you, you start to see how he really did go nuts. Oh, yeah. And oh, once, yeah. Once he went into amphetamines and quaaludes to stay awake and stay asleep, that's where he really went nuts. Yeah, you can't be doing that. No, he did. It doesn't work real good. <laughs> it doesn't work real good. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. So, yeah, no, I was going to, I couldn't think of a podcast recommendation. Thanks for coming through on that. Because <laughs> I could not think of one at all. Well, like I said, I, I started, I don't know why I was looking around and looking at podcasts, and there's the one last podcast on the left. I, I let me see what it's got. It's got something. Their episode 300 was on Jonestown. Right. And like I said, Jonestown fascinates me to no end because I don't understand that kind of charisma that you can get 700 right? people. To drink flavor aid laced with cyanide. Right. I can't and possibly give understand. it to their kids. To their kids, to everybody. And if you don't give it to the kids, we we you're going to be shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously. holy crap. I can't understand that kind of charisma at all. No, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. And they, they try to go into it a bit, but it still baffles my mind. It really does. But who am I to say? Yeah. Well, I don't know anything. I don't get it. But anyway, that's that. And uh, guys, we will see you again in uh, about a week. Yeah, just about. So yeah, unless unless something happens, because we, <laughs> we have a very limited schedule now. We record on Sundays, and yeah, that's it right now. So we don't know what happened. we haven't recorded in three weeks because of sickness and all sorts yeah, of things. New Year and things yep. happening in life. Amazing. Yeah. So we'll just say Sally Forth Science Patrol. Later on, guys. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.